Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, 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 welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff. Hey, we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. Ten days away, what can it be? I don't know. Golly, I can't even believe it. The countdown is officially on. This time of year, it really actually puts me in a good mood, and not just because I'm, you know, got some liberal tears in here. I got to get my cup right. Let's see if we can get that baby flipped around there. Yeah, I don't know if you'll be able to see it, but yeah, I love this cup, especially when it's filled with old fashions. (laughs) So good. Yum. I got my squad coming home soon. And I'm looking forward to that. I don't actually have a lot left to do. I've just been enjoying my tree and the train that my dad actually got my girls when they were little. It's a Lionel train Christmas set. It's fabulous, plays music and has the whistle and all the things. I love it. But I think I do have a few little stocking stuff for things to get. So I'll have to venture out. I don't know when. Maybe I'll get crazy and be out there with the last minute shoppers. You know, some people I think actually enjoy last minute shopping. I'm not necessarily a big fan of that, but... I'll throw in early in the morning and, you know, get it done. But uh, yeah, so there's that. All right. Well, we're going to keep these last couple episodes in 2022 kind of light and short. There are a lot of uh, not so cool things going on in the world today, but I just I want to keep it more to the light side just because I feel like there's a lot of heavy shit you could talk about. I mean, we're not in a good place. Obviously, Dementia Joe's taking us to a new low. It maybe hit that at the bottom of this episode, but uh, let's keep it light or at least try to. How about that? We'll try to keep it light. All right. A woman in Norway is facing up to not one, not two, three years in prison on criminal hate speech charges. After saying, are you ready for this? She said a man can't become a lesbian. Three years, man. Man can't become a lesbian. And she's a fucking lesbian, the chick who's saying this, right? She went on to say, it's just as impossible for men to become a lesbian as it is for men to become pregnant. She said men are men, regardless of their sexual fetishes. (laughs) I fucking love that. I mean, it's on point. It's fucking real. Bet she wishes she had some fucking First Amendment rights right about now. I don't think they have those over there in Norway. Three fucking years for speaking some truth, right? And coming from a fucking lesbian, no less. I'm like, what? She's just saying stuff that's legit. Come on now. Hey, let's track back to my state, the great old state of Georgia. Right here in fucking good old Georgia. We've got some transgender state employees, they're suing the state for denying them health care coverage. Now, not, you know, garden variety health care coverage, right? They're not going to deny any of that. They're denying them their transgender related health care. Hmm. What do you think? It's called elective surgery. Can you say elective surgery? How the fuck you can't cover that stuff? Come on now. If you do that, you're going to have to cover everything. So now you want like fucking quadruple R boobs, really, 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 really big. And now they've got to cover that. You think that's going to happen? Fuck no, that's not going to happen. I came across a word that I didn't actually know. I'm a little bit of a word warrior. I know a few words. I have a pretty decent vocabulary. 
And uh, I did not know this term or terminology. Now, I, I, even I actually have expanded my Urban Dictionary over the years, as many of my fans know. But I learned this new term, and it's called Barbie Pouch. Yeah, Barbie Pouch. It's not a marsupial term, no. And it's not to be confused with the Barbie Pocket, which is just your vagina. Specifically, I think Urban Dictionary says it's somebody's vagina, maybe the chick who's wearing a velour pantsuit or tracksuit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not that. It's the Barbie pouch. So it's actually just when a dude gets a vagina. Barbie pouch. Did know that. So there's this famous TikToker. I don't even know. It almost sounds weird to me to say famous TikToker. There's a TikToker who got this, the Barbie pouch, the new vagina, whatever you want to call it. It's fucking broke. Shit done broke. Don't work. Right. Right out of the gate. He got vaginal stenosis, yeah, from the surgery. You cut your yin-yang off, and then you got a hole, got the deep pocket, but you can't get in it. Yeah, but he did say he'd do it all over again. Yeah. Now, I can't say that I would recommend watching this particular video on TikTok, because I certainly would not. If you feel like you really need a fucking laugh or whatever, it's worth maybe a short viewing just because it's so fucking ridiculous. But what I glean when I look at this stuff beyond the humor, which I always glean, is that motherfucker's insane. I mean, that's not garden variety, whatever, you know, the chick in Norway referred to it as fetish or whatever, or maybe even just looking for some different sexual thing, whatever you're looking for. That's beyond that. You're cutting off your junk to get the Barbie pouch. Something isn't right in the thinkerator. That's all I'm saying. That's not quite right. Come on now. Yeah. I don't want to get any junk attached. I like my vagina. I don't want anything attached to it, though. Well, I don't want to get anything surgically attached to it. <laughs> well, let me restate that. Okay, wait, I could digress. Let me take a sip of my liberal tears on that note. Stand by. Oh, moving on. Let's just get right past that topic. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right, so how can you tell the midterms are over? I know how I can tell. Fucking Newsome out in California, man. What in the world? This is what he said. He says, California is about to break amid the flood of illegal migrants when Title 42 expires. Yeah. He went on to say, he didn't stop there, man. He said that illegal immigration, the policies aren't working, and that the good old U.S. government must take responsibility and ownership. What? What? Midterms, don't be over. Yeah, they're over. People will sometimes ask me, you know, why are you a right winger? Why are you a Republican? What do you what do you really see as the big differences? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, geez, I could probably write a book on what I see as the differences. But I honestly do think it's fairly simple. People try to make all these big differences, you know, and a lot of times they're just talking about the social issues, which are easy to poke fun at and pick apart, I think, in some ways. But really, I'm a bigger picture person for the people who know me out there. Fundamentally, the biggest difference between the two parties, in my opinion, very simply put, is one wants big government and one doesn't. I think that's kind of a simple way I look at it. But it's also how the sides approach any issue for that matter. Whatever issue it is, it doesn't even matter what it is. 
Democrats, well, they look for solutions to problems that they've fucking created, by the way, by just seeking more money for the government. Give us more money. Work out this problem. Give us some more money. That's their answer to fucking everything. More government, more money, more this, more that. Less for you, less rights, less money, less everything, right? But more power for them. You know, that's definitely a left-wing philosophy. Whereas Republicans, I can't think of a time when it wasn't this way, want less government. And they want people to manage their own damn money. And they want people to have more power back. The media, of course, tends to be the biggest fucking cheerleader in the universe for the left wing. They would have you believe all kinds of other things that certainly are not true. But Republicans, by and large, want less fucking government. They do. They want you to have more of your own money to spend. I mean, I've said this, if I've said this once, I've said it a million times, I guarantee you I could spend my money a million times better than the government could ever spend it. Certainly more efficiently and more effectively. The government's nothing but a big old fucking department of redundancy department. It's ridiculous. Anyway, hey, let's talk a little bit about a chick that's in government, which, you know, she was an old bartender at one time or a young bartender and probably not even a good one. I bet she couldn't make one of these. There we go. Liberal tears. AOC. That's who I'm talking about. Stand by. So do you guys know she just released a documentary on what, you might ask? Climate change. (laughs) You literally can't make this shit up. I mean, I'm not even going to elaborate on that point at all because there's certainly no need to. Climate change, my ass. Yeah. What does something like that make? $81 per theater? <laughs> Fucking AFC. I read shit like this and I'm like, oh, oh boy. All right, as I told you, we're going to keep this one kind of close. We're going to keep it short and neat and sweet. All right. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Do you know the Fed raised the interest rates again? Highest since 2007, by the way. And you can thank Dementia Joe for that. Christmas. Ah, keep the magic alive. <laughs> Yeah, get so much less for your money. And let's close that on this note. Again, I told you we're going to kind of keep them short and sweet. And then we'll tee up a little bit more substance come January, really hit it hard. There isn't really as much that they publish during the holidays anyways, because people hopefully are busy enjoying their family and friends and maybe some good drinks too. I ran into a lady and I may have told this story before. So bear with me, but I was in Target and uh, she had two little ones with her. And I commented to the children, not to her, because they were speaking to me. Kids tend to like me. Who knows? I don't know why. I mean, maybe it's because I taught forever and they know I'm a kid person. I love kids. But they started talking to me. And so I said, oh, are you so excited about Santa coming? And the mother immediately chimed in and said, we don't do Santa. And then just kind of ushered him away. And I felt sorry for the kids. Not because of whatever. Maybe you don't celebrate Santa, whatever. But it was her attitude and just the way she was so... Um, so much of a bitch, you know, maybe that's the word I'm looking for, bitch, she was a bitch. But why would you not keep magic alive for kids? I don't understand that. And I've heard all kinds of fucking faulty logic on this, by the way. But you know, this, oh, I can't lie to my kids. Oh, kiss my ass. What parent out there has not fucking lied to their kids about something? Give me a fucking break. Yeah, mommy and daddy were in the bathroom, or we were in the bedroom clapping. No, you're in the bedroom fucking. Yeah, we've all told a story or two, right? But uh, no, why can't you have that? Tooth Fairy. 
I believe in it. Easter Bunny, hell yeah. Santa, bet your ass. I believe in all those things. Yeah. I mean, why would you rob a child of that magic? So if there's any kids out there listening, yes, Santa will be coming. And if you don't have a chimney, fret not. He has magic he can get into your house, so it's okay. But yeah, keep the magic alive. Golly. I've never understood that. I don't get it. Halloween? I'll tell the story, and I haven't told it probably in a while, but I had a parent one year come to me, and of course now if you did this shit, you'd probably just get fucking fired. But I was kind of pretty bulletproof back in my day. Maybe just because I had a very, very strong personality. Still do. But uh, I had a parent come to me and said, we're not doing Halloween in your room. We don't like Halloween. I'm big Halloween. I used to celebrate it for pretty much the whole week of Halloween. Dressed up every single day. We'd do two parties, two or three. But this parent came and said, we're not doing any of that. Just forget it. Cancel us on the Halloween. I said, you may not be doing it, but I can guarantee you that we are doing it. I said, so if you do not want your child to participate, you're certainly welcome to keep her at home for four hours. That's up to you. You know, every day of the week, because we're going to fucking celebrate Halloween. So anyway, the parent, you know, kind of huffed and puffed and left. And then the next day came when we had our Halloween party and his little angel showed up dressed as what you might ask. No, she wasn't in her uniform, her school uniform. She wasn't in her regular clothes. She was dressed as a devil. (laughs) All I could do was laugh. I'm not sure what wore him down. I know the wife did not agree with him. You know, the wife was like, oh, it's a Halloween party. They're doing candy and fun. You know, it's a dress up thing. Kids love to dress up, right? But bottom line is, I would say about two weeks later, he came up to me and he said, Miss Burtz, he said, I'm sorry about that. He said, you know, you're right. There's a lot of magic. And what I had actually related to him, I've left a little piece of this story out. I said, you know, I had this little blue reading fairy that would bring the kids all these different surprises every week. And, you know, it would come out and it would talk to them. And I'd talk back and forth with a fairy. And it was like just sheer magic. And, uh, I said, how would you like if that didn't exist? I said, your daughter's in love with that. I said, that's not real. That's make-believe stuff. That's magic. Kind of like Halloween and Christmas and all these other things that we do. It's all magic stuff. It's fun stuff. And I told him a story. I said, I had a a little boy who was a little fucker. (laughs) We won't say his name. We'll just call him little fucker or Johnny Spasmo. I guess that's more polite. But he just would badger the snot out of me. He's like, that fairy's not real, Miss (laughs) Brasher. And the other kids are like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Shut up. You know, they would get all over him. And no, I didn't correct him for telling him to shut up in that case. I let that one slide. But uh, one week I told him, I said, you know, if you don't believe, you probably won't receive. I said, the fairy may not bring you anything. At this particular time, I think I had 15 kids in the room. And on that dreaded Friday, the fairy did give out a gift. And they were only 14. So that child didn't get one. And the parent did call me later that night, I think about 10 p.m. These fuckers never knew any boundaries and said, you know, I can't believe you did that. I said, well, your child doesn't even believe in it. He could care less. Yeah. And I thought she was going to take it to the principal and to the headmaster and all the other bullshit that these crazy motherfucking parents do sometimes. But she didn't. That child came in on that next Monday and came up to me and hugged me. And he said, Miss Burtz, I believe. 
And do you know the most miraculous thing happened? That Friday, the blue fairy came and he did get a surprise. Yeah. Funny how that works. I don't think his fucking self-esteem was crushed. I don't think it shattered his life. In fact, I know this for a fact that he's turned out to be a bit of okay. Yeah. I don't think he listens to the podcast, but if he does, he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Keep the fucking magic alive. Kids, adults of all ages. Hey, the season is upon us. Let's keep all the magic alive. And I'm going to keep the rest of the evening alive with this. Cheers, darling. Well, it's time for a refill. Join me for my next episode of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where I vow to keep it real and real interesting.